Chapter 12 What is Conversion? Since Jesus says, Unless you are converted and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew chapter 18, verse 3. It is important that we know just what conversion is. Let us first consider some things that are not conversions, but are often mistaken for them. To improve one's life is not conversion. It is a common opinion that if one drops all bad habits and cultivates good ones, reads the Bible and goes to church, he can, in a short time, make himself a Christian. That is a mistake. The Christian life is not simply an improvement of the old life, but a different kind of life altogether, namely, a life of obedience to Christ. Suppose you had a sour apple tree, which you wished to convert into a sweet apple tree. What would you do? Would you dig about it, prune it, and scrape the bark? No, indeed. A hundred years of such improvement would not make the tree bear sweet apples, but introducing a graft from a sweet apple tree would do it very quickly. Even so, a lifetime spent improving one's habits does not make one a Christian, but the entrance of Jesus Christ into the heart by surrendering the will does it in a moment. People do not become Christians by improving their lives, but by accepting Christ. He who has the Son has the life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have the life. 1 John 5, verse 12 Conviction of sin is not conversion. One may feel a keen sense of guilt on account of his sins, but if he does not confess and forsake them, there is no conversion. I heard a man say that he was convicted of sin twenty years ago by hearing a street preacher in San Francisco. All that time, he had carried the burden of guilt until about three months before when he accepted Christ, and his burden rolled away. For twenty years he had been convicted of sin, but he had not been converted. A compromise with God is not conversion. Sometimes when people are convicted of sin, they try to make deals with the Almighty. A young man told me that on being awakened, he decided to take up every Christian duty except that of confessing Christ. Much to his surprise, he could find no peace or assurance of forgiveness. Indeed, he was more miserable than before. Finally, he made a public confession of Christ as his Savior, and the peace of God came into his heart at once. It is not enough to obey Christ in part, but we must wholly yield our will to Him if we expect to be saved. What is conversion? The word convert means to turn about. As applied to spiritual things, it means a turning of the soul to God. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6. The real essence of sin is this. The sinner is determined to have his own way. It may not be the worst way in the world. It may not be an immoral or vicious way. But it is his way and not God's way, which he ought to follow. The only course for the sinner to pursue is to turn about, abandon his way, and accept God's way. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord, and he will have compassion on him. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 7. Conversion, then, is a turning of the soul to God, a surrender of the will to the divine will, and an acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Master. The Effects of Conversion When the sinner, realizing the folly of further resistance, finally surrenders his will to the Lord Jesus, a great change occurs. 
God forgives his sins and so changes his heart that henceforth he loves God's way better than his own. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 and 27. The sinner no longer has a controversy with God. The great question of life is settled, and henceforth his aim is to know and do the will of God. Though he may fail and come short of his purpose again and again, as long as he recognizes Jesus Christ as his Lord and Master and honestly strives to obey him, he is a converted man. Man is not perfect, but he is on the way to perfection. He cannot overcome the habits of a lifetime in a moment, but he recognizes a new power in his life, even the power and presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. With his help, he can conquer his besetting sins and build up a Christian character. For he is not only able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory blameless with great joy. Jude verse 24. Influences Leading to Conversion The Word of God is a very effective agency. It is like a mirror in which the sinner sees himself as he really is. That is why Christ bids us preach the gospel to every creature because there is life in it. The Word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. One can hardly read the Bible continuously and not realize that he is a sinner and needs a Savior. The Holy Spirit and Providence also cooperate with the Word, as in the following instance. A businessman in Brooklyn was hurrying to catch the ferry when the gate shut down before him. Instantly the words flashed into his mind, and the door was shut. He said to himself, If that had been the door of heaven, it would never have opened for me again. And the door was shut, and the door was shut, kept ringing in his ears. He went to his business but could not pay attention to his work. Finally, he went home and told his wife about the morning incident, and together they knelt and gave their hearts to God. Personal influence is also a mighty factor in leading people to a decision. Our testimony has weight with them if our lives are consistent. Our prayers and entreaties are often more effective than we think, and even a look or a touch of the hand at the right moment has often led a hesitating soul to decide for Christ. Distinction Between Conversion and Regeneration On one occasion a man said to me, From the preaching which I heard in my boyhood I was led to suppose that when one became a Christian he needed to go through some extraordinary process called a change of heart or regeneration. This book that you loaned me teaches that what is required is simply a change of purpose. Now please tell me which is right and which is wrong. I replied, They are both right. You could not change your heart if you tried. You could not make it love what it naturally hates, could you? No, I suppose not, he said. But you could change your purpose, could you not? Could you decide to obey the Lord Jesus? Certainly, he replied. Well, said I, if you will change your purpose and accept Christ as your Savior, God will change your heart and cause you to love what you once hated and hate what you loved. Is that all there is to it? said he. Certainly, I replied. He lost no time in accepting Christ, and God gave him a new heart. When is the proper time for conversion? Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. 
2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2 If you say I want more time to think about it I answer what will you gain by waiting what have you gained by waiting already no friend what you need is not time but a decision you know you are a sinner and Christ is the only one who can save you the simple question is will you accept him as your savior God expects you to do it and commands you to do it if it is to be done you are the one who must do it will you do it and will you do it now